0: So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW group. Void we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, and welcome back to the Karma Comment Chameleon podcast. Here we narrate all the best Reddit stories from subreddits like Pro and Nuclear Revenge, Malicious Compliance, and even some Entitled Parents. Check us out on YouTube where you can read along with the stories. Just search Karma Comment Chameleon. Today, we're jumping into some Malicious Compliance. Our first story today comes to us from Gavilla438. You want updates? You got it. Let's jump right in. I remembered this particular scenario and wanted to bring it up here. It's a long one, so grab your popcorn and drinks. Here we go. So one of the first IT jobs I worked was for the corporate headquarters of a Midwestern sandwich chain. My brother's best friend was the IT manager of this place and was given full reign to hire anyone he wanted. We had previously worked together in another place and he liked my work ethic so he ended up asking if i'd take the job of course i said yes since i genuinely enjoyed working alongside this friend and i thought it would be cool to report to him anyway a few months go by and everything is going well i had met and enjoyed mostly everyone in the it department then one day the ceo congratulates and welcomes a new cto This confused me as I thought that my friend's boss was the CTO, but I then was told that he was actually an interim CTO the whole time. So, being green and naive, I decided to take it upon myself to meet the new CTO. The conversation goes more or less like so. Hi, my name is Jerry. I'm one of the help desk technicians here. It's a pleasure to meet you and looking forward to working with you. Sticks out hand to shake hands. CTO blank stares at my hand, then back at me. Uh, yeah, so if you need anything or have any questions, I will do my best to help. So just because I am a woman, I need help, and what exactly can a help desk help me with? Don't offer to help me unless I ask for it, got it? My friend saw this and was honestly shocked. To this day, that entire exchange still haunts me. In any case, I moved on and ensured to try to stay out of the CTO's way. I decided I wanted to just do my job and work with my friend. The entire time I worked there, my friend had kept me in the loop with all his projects and his work so that I could hopefully be successful in the field. Then, one day, when I get to the office, I am informed that my friend was fired by a demand of the CTO, since he was not meeting expectations despite all the reports showing that his leadership and changes did in fact yield very high ratings for ticket closures and customer satisfaction that same day the cto comes to the help desk room and walks up to me she then says hey you you worked alongside that manager right well i'm making you the interim manager since you know most everything he was working on i felt like this was two slaps to the face one being that she didn't refer to me by name and the other that she gives me my friend's job the same day he was fired. A few weeks go by and I just experience going to meeting after meeting. I keep getting told that performance ratings and customer satisfaction is dropping. In particular, the biggest gripe that was reported was that work orders were not getting any updates for days on end, and that the requesters were beginning to feel that we were ignoring their issues. I tried to reply with a plan that I had to help alleviate this but the CTO said, we will make sure this is fixed, and would not let me speak. After all those meetings, the CTO sets up a meeting with myself, the director of infrastructure, we'll call him Matt, and the previous interim CTO, who we will call Joe. Okay, how are we going to fix the problem with the work orders? Well, I've got a plan that should help with this. See, what I need to do is canvas the tickets and see what, if I needed a plan, I would have asked for it. I want an answer now! Okay, well, I'm trying to give you the answer, which is a part of this plan. Then it's useless if you can't get to the answer. Any other ideas? At this point, we all stayed fairly silent and the CTO was just more or less rambling to herself. At the end, her response was glorious. Okay, so moving forward, no matter what it is, I want every ticket to be updated immediately with anything that's going on with the request as it's being worked on. Everything that's going on with the request immediately as it happens? Are you sure about that? I feel like that's going to cause, I know what I said. If I have to repeat myself, consider yourself out of a job. Silent for a second and then, understood. She then proceeded to send an email summarizing almost everything that happened in the meeting. She then writes that I have no constructive information to provide. But again, see her plan there. It was then that it occurred to me malicious compliance i go back to the help desk room to announce the immediate change hey everyone just wanted to give you a heads up that moving forward you are to provide every work order with any and all updates possible that includes anything from looking at the ticket to moving a laptop to typing on it just anything you do must be related and entered into a ticket um you want everything in tickets yep you heard that right everything As you work on the tickets, keep those updates coming. But if we do that, we could potentially trigger the spam filters. Also, it's going to flood the requester's mailboxes. Did you mention this to the CTO? She didn't care to hear about it. It's apparently not constructive information. The other four technicians stayed silent until one of them said, A storm is brewing. This is going to be fun. And we all laughed, knowing what was going to happen. I went to the email that the CTO sent regarding the summary of our meeting, and opened it in its own window on my computer. I then continued to do as she had asked, and so did the other technicians. It wasn't even an hour before our updates were beginning to get blocked by the spam filters, and we started getting emails from the requesters asking us why we were updating the work orders so much, others asking to be removed from future ticket updates, and many demanding to speak to a manager regarding this sudden disturbance. I updated the IT help desk email with an automatic reply that said something along the following. Thank you for your message. If this is in regards to your ticket updates, rest assured that we have your best interest in mind. A new policy is in place to provide you with as much transparency to your IT requests. This is in hopes to provide a better customer service experience. Please rest assured that we are aware of the amount of tickets this may produce. We hope to provide further support to you and look forward to completing your request shortly. Company IT helpdesk. It was not long after this that the CEO came into the help desk room and demanded to know what the heck was going on. I could tell he was ready to fire someone when I calmly said, Good afternoon, sir. We are simply following orders and pointed at my screen to the email with the meeting summary. The CEO looked at me and growled, follow me. As we were walking, we passed by Matt's, Joe's, and the CTO's office. Each time, the CTO growling at them, in my office, now. We get to his office and the conversation goes like this. What the hell is going on? I will reiterate, I am only following orders. And what exactly were those orders? Reiterates the new orders. Here's the email from the CTO regarding this order. Sir, I can explain. I was just thinking that... And did no one stop to think what issues this would cause? Well, Jerry did try to explain a plan to the CTO. If I am not mistaken, Jerry knows that the exchange servers detect multiple updates coming out like this in a small time window. It triggers a spam blocker. And that's why my plan was to update each ticket only once a day, rather than after every single thing that was done towards the request. I asked you to update at the end of the day with everything that happened with the work order. According to your summary, you did ask for ticket updates as they occurred, and Jerry's team provided this. Why did you not listen to Jerry's plan of action? Well, sir, I have been working in the field since before 2000. What can someone like Jerry provide me with? Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, by law, 18 plus, terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, he can provide you with the information to tell you why your idea has just caused the company a ton of money. Since now our exchange server got overloaded. When I was talking about canvassing, I was trying to say that I wanted to reach out to each location's manager to compile a list of tickets to update in a scheduled manner, rather than do them all at once. But since you wouldn't listen to me and even threaten to fire me, I only complied with your plan. I cannot believe this is happening. Why am I being targeted here? At this point, the CEO asked Matt, Joe, and me to leave while he had a word with the CTO on what teamwork means. Several minutes later, the network infrastructure team was able to reboot the exchange servers and remove the IT helpdesk mailbox from the spam filters. I later provided a mass email update to the organization, apologizing for any inconveniences that were caused, and that I would be reaching out to provide planned support. I would soon find out that the CTO was placed on an unpaid leave and further investigation was pending. I ended up quitting a few months after that, since after the incident, the CTO was frequently trying to take her grudge out on Joe, Matt, and me. I did leave reporting the incidents to HR. I did later find out that the CTO was terminated and arrested for embezzlement. Now, OP provided an update at the bottom of this story. It says, Update. I am genuinely shocked, sort of, at how much this blew up. Thank you all. Well, I suppose I will do my best to tie up some loose ends. For starters, for those who don't believe this is real, there are actually court documents out there regarding the embezzlement issues. I won't link them since I would rather not get this story traced back to me, but just think really hard of a popular United States, Midwestern-based sandwich shop and look for embezzlement. You might find your proof. Another thing for anyone who thinks that I was being respectful towards the CTO on my introduction, no, it was not because of chivalry. I respect everyone equally, despite their status or position, or power I suppose. When I started at this company, everyone was super friendly, and genuinely liked working with one another, so greeting new staff in a friendly manner and offering to provide assistance was just a norm. So the fact that she came in with that large of a chip on her shoulder and further accused me of being sexist really threw me off. Furthermore, to clarify, that experience haunts me every time I speak to any female staff, and thoughts race through my head, making me wonder if what I did or said could be deemed sexist, despite knowing darn well that I'm being respectful and professional. Okay, now for the juicy bits, the embezzlement. When I found out about the embezzlement, I had already jumped ship from the place and moved on to a much better company. At the new company i actually ended up poaching some of the best staff from the previous company to come work alongside me although i had almost no connections left at the sandwich hq place some of the people i had brought over still had quite a number of connections back there when i left the company was no longer as friendly as it used to be it was obvious that it was going down the crapper and overall becoming toxic completely opposite from the image they tried to portray so one day I come into work and one of my buddies just shoots out of his chair, walks over to my desk, opens Google Chrome, and types in a certain set of keywords. Hit search. The top item was the public court documents. I read through it and found out everything. I reached out to Joe to see if he was still there. Sure enough, he had left a few months after the scandal. He informed me of what had happened. So it turns out that Mark and one of his employees were taking money from one of the vendors to be able to basically remain one of the company's utility companies across the US. At this time, the CTO was looking to switch to a different provider, but this particular provider did not want to lose the company since they were their biggest contract. So the CTO made a deal with the head of the provider company, where they were suddenly accepting unreported funds. What ended up happening though, was that one of the employees reported his earnings in taxes, which somehow ended up going back to the company. I'm not sure about how this worked out. I am not a tax guy, but then it went to finance department. This is where I called my contact from the finance department. My contact had told me that she saw the reported income and it did not add up at all. His income was basically doubled, but she worked alongside payroll and they knew his wages. The fact that he reported almost double his income could get both him and the company in serious trouble. So she did the only thing she could do, which was have an audit done. They reported this to the CEO and agreed to bring in an outside auditor, just to avoid any sort of possible conflicts of interest. The auditor then comes back to find where the extra funds came from, being a special contract with Mark, his employee, and the CTO signed off on it. They worded it very carefully so that it would go under the radar, but the taxes would be charged to the company. A week after the audit, some officials arrived at the company and arrested those three individuals. I'm not sure if they served jail time or something, but they sure as heck were walked out of there in handcuffs. Oh, and to answer one final question, for those wondering how in the heck the CTO got to her position in the first place, she was friends with the CEO she apparently is out there, still being a CTO to this day. At my current job, one of my coworkers asked me if I knew this person's name, and I crap you not, I was like, how the F do you know her? Only to later find out, that co-worker worked for the CTO and hated her. My coworker was going through some major issues while at that company, and when she opened up about it, the CTO threatened to fire her as, she was just a liability waiting to happen. My coworker is in safe hands now, where she gets the treatment and therapy she needs. Hopefully this answers any questions you all may have. I will update again if you have any further questions. Cheers! OP did add one more really short update at the bottom. It says, some of you are really good sleuth. (laughs) Regardless, I'm neither going to confirm or deny the company name, especially because I don't want to dox anyone. Nobody should be doxed. I did see this in a comment, and I will admit that I'm unsure as to why the CTO's name isn't in the court documents. I couldn't tell you since I wasn't there for that. All I know is that she walked out in handcuffs. When a new executive joins a company and treats people like that, they're basically painting a big target on their own back and then handing out pew pews to everybody who works under them. In this case, the reason the CTO was so defensive might have been because they were trying to cover up the embezzlement scheme. When somebody is being dishonest with a company, they're always looking over their shoulders, and they're not going to allow anyone to get really that close, except for the people that they're conspiring with. So this makes complete sense in this case. What really doesn't make sense in this case is that OP said that they are still a CTO somewhere. How? With an embezzlement charge on your record, how are you not flipping burgers for the rest of your life? if you can even get a job there. Thank you for listening to the Karma Comment Chameleon podcast. Remember to visit us on YouTube at youtube.com slash Karma Comment Chameleon. I look forward to seeing you again tomorrow in the next episode.